This is Sheffield Live. We're open for business life. Hello and welcome to episode 394 of Business Live for curious entrepreneurs and social entrepreneurs here on Sheffield Live, FM and DAB Radio, online and wherever you get your podcasts. It is Friday the 16th of February 2024 as this show is first broadcast and we have an insightful interview with Diane from YWCA Yorkshire, plus some new funding opportunities for businesses and for social enterprises and details of free events. Those come after the interview, both the funding and the events. So today we're talking with a brilliant guest, Diane Offers, Human Resources Manager at YWCA Yorkshire. Now, what links Valentine's, volunteering and value, social value, I should say? Well, YWCA Yorkshire does, because I got an amazing card through the letterbox the other day, a Valentine's card, except it was a card with a difference. It was actually a card to encourage volunteering. And uh, it's part of a campaign that YWCA Yorkshire is putting out to encourage people to get involved with their charity. We find out more about their charity, what they do, who they support and work with, vulnerable and resilient people, and their calls to action for businesses to get involved. We also learn how they um, how they deliver those services. Now they are contracted by councils who commission this organisation to deliver services. So they go and deliver services on a con- contracted, commissioned basis. That means we end up talking also about social value and about their process of securing contracts, which is really, really interesting. I also picked Diane's brains about what led her to her role, HR manager, in the organisation. And she has some top tips for anyone else getting involved in human resources in a purpose-driven, purpose-led organisation, a charity or a social enterprise. Um, It's all about compassion in part, but there's more much more as well. And we'll hear lots from Diane. After that, we have um, details of uh, funding for between um, £10,000 and £100,000 in one case and up to £120,000 in another case with details of funding opportunities for businesses and social enterprises. And don't forget that we're always interested in hearing from you. If you've got an event that's on in Sheffield, Sheffield City region, that's aimed at businesses or social enterprises, then it's worth getting in touch. Tell us about it. And if it looks relevant to um, other folk listening to the show, then we'll give it a plug. Anyway, it's time now to hear from our guest for the day, Diana Offers, who I spoke with on Wednesday this week. Appropriately enough, Valentine's Day, because Valentine's is part of the theme for their volunteering campaign. Lots in this interview, lots of insights. Let's hear from Diane now. We're open for business life. Delighted to be joined now by Diane Offers. Diane, good morning. Good morning, Jamie. Nice to be here. Thank you so much for coming on the show today, Diane. Tell us a little bit about YWCA Yorkshire, please, Diane. So YWCA Yorkshire is a charity providing support through a range of housing and wraparound services for young women, families and children. Uh, We work with some of the most vulnerable and resilient people in society um, and we manage those services across South Yorkshire, in Rotherham, Doncaster and Sheffield. 
great stuff. I'm going to find, ask you a little bit more then about um, how many people you support and some of those services that you provide in a moment. But how long has the charity been going, Diane? So we've been providing services uh, for women since the 1940s. Um, we, we have a broad history uh, and we're part of a global network of charities with a long history of supporting and celebrating women worldwide. Great stuff. Super. And I've asked you on to the show today because I've got, um, well, I've got a card in my hand that uh, actually came through the door. Be my Valentine. No, be my volunteer is what it says. Um, um, and it's, uh, it says you're looking for special someone or special someones in South Yorkshire with big hearts, kind souls and compassionate minds. You're looking for volunteers at the moment. Tell us a little bit about the type of uh, volunteering um, work, um, the type of volunteering activity that you're needing help with. What, who are you looking to find? Yeah, sure. So we, we have a fabulous team of, of volunteers and and the idea behind, behind the Valentine's Day theme for volunteering is that rather than romance, we wanted to use it as an opportunity to talk about other ways that we can show love and kindness to people in our communities and what better way than to give time, skills and support to people who really need it through volunteering. So that's kind of the purpose behind this, this campaign. Um, we're currently seeking people to support in many different roles. So, for example, handy person, housekeeper, administrator and befriender roles. Right. So there's some technical things there in terms of um um, handy person, as you say, administrative support, as well as befriending, a real range of things. So some some roles where you perhaps support directly with some of the young women and children and families that you, you work with and somewhere your people are getting involved with the sort of infrastructure around all that. Is, is that fair to say? Yeah, absolutely. The befriender role is more involved with the people that we support uh, directly. So, so helping with uh, sort of day-to-day issues around independent living and, and uh, supporting with our mission to ensure that people are able to uh, live happy and fulfilled lives. Um, that That is our purpose that we believe young women children and families deserve the very best opportunities to thrive and our befriending volunteers are fabulous at supporting us in that mission tell us a little bit about some of the some of the volunteers already volunteering with the organization diane so we have a wide variety of people that volunteer for many different reasons. Um, so if I just give you a couple of examples, we've got Sue, uh, who, who volunteers in our charity shop and has been with us for eight years now. And so uh, when she retired, she felt that she wanted to just give something back and she wanted that interaction with people that she was missing from her working life. And she's been invaluable in supporting us in our charity shop. Then we've got Kayleigh, who, who is a young mum, who is volunteering with us to, again, to give something back and to share her experiences uh, with, with the young women that, that we work with and to develop in her career and receive training and 
um, lots of different opportunities through our our volunteer program. So we, we've got a variety of people volunteering with us for lots of different reasons. So um, our, our volunteer team is very diverse, and we we welcome anyone who who wants to support us in that way. That's fantastic, and it sounds like a really enriching experience for your volunteers as well. It really is. And for our staff as well. You know, our staff really love uh, working alongside the volunteers and build excellent relationships with them. And, you know, the the value that they give to our organisation is amazing. Wonderful. And if someone's thinking, well, okay, that sounds great. I'd like to do that. Um, And they are thinking of contacting you. What sort of support do you give to the volunteers themselves? How much training and nurturing and other support will you give to volunteers to help them in these roles? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Our volunteers are really important to us. Uh, We provide a comprehensive induction. We have a dedicated volunteer coordinator who who looks after all the needs of our volunteers. Um, They have extensive training and support and regular one-to-one meetings with the volunteer coordinator. We provide lots of well-being support and personal development support depending on the journey that they want to go on with us. Okay, lovely. Great. And we have loads of folk listening to this show who run businesses, small businesses, large businesses, freelancers, people running social enterprises, people running other charities as well. Um, but if you what if you were to give a message to the business community in Sheffield and South Yorkshire in terms of if there are people running businesses and they're thinking, well, like many big hearted businesses in in the region do support um, charities and, and do want to support initiatives that help vulnerable people. Is there any, any call to action that you'd like businesses to help you with? Yeah, we're really keen to to partner with local businesses. Uh, We want to build those relationships uh, and and find out how we can best work together to support our our people and and our our clients. Um, We are part of an employer-led volunteer scheme uh, where we offer the opportunity for um, businesses to come into our services and support us with with day-to-day things Uh, and a couple of examples of those would be where businesses have come in and supported us with with the painting of fences with the development and and painting and putting together of our our well-being hubs uh, that we use uh, for the people that we support and for our staff uh, we've also had people volunteer to come in and support with Christmas wrapping at, at Christmas time um, and, and various different things that, that people are able to do. We're always looking to partner with people uh, who want to just come in and, and support with some of the day-to-day work. Lovely. Okay, so there are a range of ways in which people can get involved um, throughout the year as well. So that's how, that sounds brilliant, Diane. Super. Tell us a little bit more then about the ways in which you support people. I've got uh, the card in front of me and uh, it says over 250 young women, children and families locally. So so is that uh, the number in sh- in South Yorkshire? And, and tell us a little bit more about 
the types of circumstances that people are in when you support them and how you help them, um, the, the different ways in which you help them. Yeah, absolutely. So, so yes, that's the number of people that we support across South Yorkshire, and that's in Sheffield, Rotherham and Doncaster. Uh, through a range of housing and wraparound services, uh, we work to empower young women to live independent and happy and fulfilled lives. So we work with some of the most vulnerable but resilient people in society, uh, people who may have experienced homelessness, financial and relationship difficulties, and, and often people who don't have the security or comfort of family to, to fall back on. So essentially what we offer is, is compassion, partnerships, um, developing an understanding of professional services, and we support people to build a home and make meaningful connections uh, to access training and education and to raise their children safely within the communities locally with care and confidence. Right, lovely, great stuff. And do you do everything that you do on a charitable basis or do you also have any contracts, um, any formal contracts with any organisations working in this sphere, for instance, in the health service or housing providers or whatever? How, how does that work? Yeah, we do. Um, so all three of our services are, are currently commissioned by the different uh, local authorities that they sit within. Um, but what we also do is we rely heavily on um, grant funding and any additional support that we can access from the business community and our partners um, and, and all of those things help us to be able to provide additional value and support that, that the people that we work with desperately need. Right, yes, indeed. And so the local authorities then, when they're commissioning the services from you, I imagine that the fact that you are a charity, you have this long history, and your purpose is very much aligned with theirs, is 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 something that really resonates with them? Would that be fair to, to assume? Yes, absolutely. And we've got very good long-standing relationships with each of the local authorities that we work within, and we've maintained our current contracts over many, many years due to the quality of the services that we provide. Yes. And do they expect you to demonstrate social value, which I know is a big thing in commissioning nowadays? Is that something that you you um, formally report on to, to your commissioning partners? We do. Yeah, yeah, we do. Uh, social value um, is becoming much more prevalent um, in through the tender process. Uh, we, we do tender for our, our contracts through local authority and social value is now quite a large part of that. And we have to evidence our impact and, and our, our commitment to our social value promises. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and how you meet them uh, as well, once you've said you'll do them. I imagine you have to show that you are meeting them. And I, so I've spoken with quite a lot of people running social enterprises or people running charities that are also commissioned to provide services. And some have said that they're very worried about how the fact that some organisations promise a lot of social value to their commissioners, don't deliver it but actually win contracts based on promises that they don't fulfil. And then the, the social enterprises and charities that have perhaps not promised to 
um, you know, ludicrously overambitious targets, but actually will meet the targets and will do all the things that they say they will do. Yes. Lose out compared with um, so, uh, a sort of organisation that um, is um, pretending it will do something, doesn't do it. Um, now, I wonder if that's something that you've observed and are able to comment on. That was a concern for us when we first began working with the social value portal because uh, we are in the latter category of of what you've just described um, in those charities in that we d- we certainly don't want to overpromise and then not be able to deliver. So we were very mindful of how we would be able to meet that commitment and only um, sort of promising uh, the targets that we were confident that we could deliver on. Um, we feel that that's worked okay for us uh, on, you know, on, uh, at the moment as things are going um, because we've just successfully uh, retained our Rotherham contract uh, based on those principles and the way that we proceeded with um, the tender itself and the social value offering. Right, yeah. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Diane. And your role must be very interesting, must be very varied. Tell us a little bit about what a, what a typical week looks like for you, Diane. My role is very, very varied, and I love it because of that. Um, so it can be really challenging. It's very busy. I'm responsible for all things human resources, so all things staff. But I also manage the volunteer program alongside my volunteer coordinator, Nicole Cannon, who's absolutely excellent at her job and makes my job much easier. Right. Um, so I also uh, have responsibility for our learning programme, which is accredited by the National Open College Network, and we provide qualifications and uh, endorsed programmes for the people that we work with to, to learn valuable skills that they can take forward in their lives. Um, but every day is different. Every day is different. And that's what I love about the job and what I, I love about the charity. It's just a fabulous place to work. Brilliant. Super. And how, uh, how, how many staff and how many volunteers are we talking about nowadays? We have a team of 18 volunteers, which we're currently looking to expand. Yeah. Um, and we, we currently have around 50 permanent staff. Um, we also have bank workers that, that support our services um, to, to provide cover around annual leave and, and sickness absence. And um, we've got some fabulous staff, fabulous volunteers, and we, we definitely couldn't do what we do without them. Absolutely, indeed. So how long have you been in the role, Dan? And uh, how did you how did you get into it? How did you get into YWCA Yorkshire? So my own journey through YWCA has been very very varied. So I've worked for YWCA for eighteen years this year, mm. um, and my background was in education. Um, but I fancied a change, and um, I started working for YWCA as an administrator in two thousand and six, and worked my way up. 
through various opportunities internally. Um, I've had I've held a project worker role, I've held a project manager role, and then I moved into HR in 2010. Brilliant. Sounds like you're very well placed to be in HR, having an understanding of different roles in different parts of the organisation as well. Yes, definitely. It, it helps in the decision-making process because um, I'm really aware when we're making decisions of the impact that that has on the ground and in services. So um, I feel that that puts me in a, a very good position uh, when when we're having those conversations and making decisions. Brilliant, super. And if you had to give any advice in terms of what you've learned in your time in HR in YWC, Yorkshire, so if you could give us some advice to people wanting to progress in a career in human resources in the charitable sector or in purpose-driven organisations like social enterprises too, what uh, what top tips would you give? I, I feel like... Um... You need to be a compassionate person. You, you need to be very compassionate, have, have a great deal of understanding of, of the impact that, that the people who are front-facing, working with, with our, our young people and families uh, are facing um, to be able to make those appropriate decisions. So I, I feel that it's also important to, to work very collaboratively. Um, it's a very challenging challenging environment that we work in. Uh, people are very busy. Capacity um, is is always at its fullest, and we we have a great a great deal of commitment from staff, from volunteers, um, to to offering the best support for the people that we work with. So so I would probably say compassion and, and collaboration are, are, are sort of essential skills that that you would need to have. Right, lovely. That's uh, that's great. And so, um, on the theme of compassion and collaboration, that takes us uh, takes us back to the the volunteering volunteering campaign that we 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 talked about earlier. People who are interested um, and would like to find out more about volunteering can contact you. Would you like to give out the best ways of contacting you and the website address for YWCA Yorkshire for us, Diane? Okay, so people can contact us via our website, which is ywcayorkshire.org.uk forward slash volunteer. Uh, There is a full volunteer uh, information pack on there that tells about the role and gives gives lots of information about how you can contact us, what support is available, um, what the roles involve. And there's also contact details on there for Nicole, our volunteer coordinator, and they can contact her and have an informal chat and discussion um, just to find out a little bit more information and, and see if they think that volunteering with us is for them. Brilliant. That sounds fantastic, Diane. And we'll put that link in the show notes. So anyone listening on radio who um, doesn't have a pen or computer to hand, go to the Business Live, Sheffield Live podcast, look up the show notes. We've got the link um, in there as well. It's ywcayorkshire.org.uk forward slash volunteer, as Diane mentioned. Diane, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk with you and learn more about YWCA Yorkshire, the work that you do, um, and your own um, 
your own experience there, um, moving through a variety of uh, admin and project roles and into HR and, and how, how that has all worked. Some top tips. Thank you ever so much. Really appreciate you taking the time to join us on the radio show and podcast today. Thank you, Diane. Thanks very much, Jamie. It's been great. And thank you for the opportunity. We're open for Business Live. This is Business Live here on Sheffield Live FM and DAB Radio, online and wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jamie Veach. That was Diana Offers, Human Resources Manager at YWCA Yorkshire. And she has a call to action. You can volunteer with YWCA Yorkshire. You can support its work as a business. Take a look at the website and the links, of course, are in the show notes. Now, before we go for today, there are a range of events mainly free events for businesses being run by Business Sheffield, including business planning and marketing workshops, startup workshops, um, creating a marketing plan, financial planning, um, create materials with Canva design software, and building a first version or minimum viable product. Loads of things are coming up throughout the weeks and months ahead. Take a look look at the Business Sheffield Eventbrite page on eventbrite.co.uk. Look up Business Sheffield for full details. Also worth a look if this applies to you. Funding between £10,000 and £100,000 is available for UK industry through access to Science and Technology Facilities Council, Facilities and Skills and Expertise through their Industry Impact Fund. It's designed to specifically help companies overcome difficult product, manufacturing or process performance issues by leveraging the capabilities and analytical techniques of the Science and Technologies Facilities Council's um, facilities and skills and expertise. Now, the closing date is the 14th of March for that. You can find out more um, about that at the Science and Technologies Facilities Council website. Look it up on ukri.org for more details. And if you're running a social enterprise, then the Esme Fairbairn Foundation have announced their youth-led creativity programme is reopening for applications with a new strategy to improve the lives of disadvantaged young people across the UK. They want applications from asset-locked organisations and they are considering requests for multi-year grants of up to £120,000. They will consider project costs and or core costs. And you can take a look for full details of eligibility and the criteria and what they're looking to fund on the Esme Fairbairn Foundation website, esmefairbairn.org.uk. Look up youth-led creativity funding. That's it for this week's episode of Business Live here on Shefford Live FM and DAB Radio online and wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you, Shefford Live, for putting us out on air. Thank you, Diane, for being our guest today in an insightful interview. And thank you ever so much for listening to the programme today. We'll be back on air soon. Meanwhile, all best with your business and social enterprise adventures and endeavours. We're open for Business Live. Sheffield Live. Made in Sheffield. Made by you.